I believe that. Like, uh, I always had fun going over to your house, but it, yeah. There was a lot of obstacles on the way at the there, time. There was. I have like a very vivid memory of your bedroom. It was like really cute. And, like there was like, you had Polly Pockets for sure. I absolutely did. Yeah. There was a lot of Polly Pockets. A lot of Polly Pockets. And then, yeah, there, I just remember going into your house and there were just like toys everywhere and like being raised <laughs> a Jehovah's Witness. And my mom, like we had, we had some toys, but they were always like organized and put away. And like, it wasn't like, you know, you walk into a place and it's a I think Sam had every toy ev- under the sun. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I, I mean, I had a lot of toys, but oh, Sam totally. had a lot of toys. I yeah. was, my mom, my mom had me very late. Not, well, not very late, but you know, compared to. Then, yeah, compared to then, then everybody was busting babies out when they were like 17. Mom was 30. I was her first child. Right. And I feel like it was just my dad's first girl. Yeah. So I have a half brother. Well, before we start talking about babies and popping out and like really get deep and heavy into it, we should introduce, I'm going to introduce my friends because this is my childhood friend, Morgan. This is my other childhood friend, Sam. And I've known them since I was four. And um, for those of you who are watching for the very first time, welcome to the Sun Spice Wisdom Podcast. My name is Ashley Welch, and I am your host tonight. We're going to be talking about all things fun, deep, heavy, light. I don't know. I actually don't know where this one's going to go. Uh, the theme we like to like lean into is all things related to um, overcoming obstacles in some way, shape, or form. And whether that it tends to lean into the idea of our health being impacted by so many different things, whether it's from where we came from, what we eat, traumas we've gone through, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, what matters the most is that we face them all head on and we remember that we are all in this together. And today I have my best friends to be in this with me together tonight. So, Morgan. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? No, I'm just kidding. I already did. <laughs> um, yeah. So I grew up in Chihuahua, which is in Eastern Washington. And this girl, I think we first, I don't remember exactly how we met, but I'm pretty sure we met on the corner of the street. On the corner of the street. My mom always tells me, she's like, yep, you really love to swing around that Washington street pole. And that was yes. <laughs> yes. Remember? And then we rubbed the paint off of it because they had painted it because we were swinging yes. it so much. And yep. climbing. It was yeah. a green chip paint. I remember. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. And I really do love to dance still to this day. Yep. A lot of dance making ups, a lot of mud pies. Mud pies. Yep. And then Sam, she, of course, like we were talking about, had all the great toys. So we'd all walk over and be jealous. I'd just walk, I'd like, they wouldn't be home and I would just walk over to their house and like think about jumping over her fence and jumping into her Barbie doll, a little <laughs> car, but I didn't actually ever do it. The Barbie Jeep was popular. Yeah. On the walk, for yeah. sure. Well, no one else it had was anything that It was popping. I mean, seriously. Yeah, until mom. You were like the rich kid on the street. Everyone oh my gosh. Like, remember when mom got me so and Marcus funny. those electric scooters and I went over the curb and flew over the handlebars? <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. There, we, the wheels on them were like this big and there was a seat on them and you'd sit down on them and I'd don't know why I thought that that tire would take on that curb, but I flew over the handlebars. Well, oh funny my god! That's when Razor scooters started getting yep. more yeah, popular that, that too. But you guys had the electric ones, yeah. so you would see those go by. That was like mom's cool, like down the block, and you're like they literally took like they took like 24 hours to charge. <laughs> 
They were, they took forever to charge and mom thought. And you'd get what, like 20 minutes out of them? Yeah. They, and you could, you could tell when they were about to die because they'd go from five miles per hour to like one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's funny. Oh man. What was one of your favorite, um, childhood toys? Well, I wasn't allowed to have Barbies. So that was arguably my favorite one that I couldn't have. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I felt like all I did was really come over and like jump on your trampoline when I could. Yes. Me, you, Marcus, and Josh would always walk home from school yep. and jump on the trampoline. Yep. And then much. somehow I'd probably end up crying. And then my <laughs> mom would yell at Marcus. Marcus was always <laughs> finding a way to like hurt yeah. you or every like time, tackle you. Every time too. He knew he, he couldn't do it to me. Yeah. So. But every single time, even it, I, I got it, uh, you know, I used it as a manipulation at certain points, I believe. Oh no! To be like I, we always Marcus knew hurt we, me. we always knew yeah. we were faking it because you you're like if you were really hurt it was like this curled up thing yeah. that you would do but if you were really mad you'd like jump off the tramp and you'd be like mm. yeah yeah <laughs> mommy yeah like William yeah oh can we please tell the moment today when William got caught in his lie yeah because that uh, was so really really you, great you know, William is our or my three year old son. <laughs> And so they're getting a hoot this weekend, really watching his. Because he's such a character. He has like so much spirit and he is just such a character. But anyways, continue. Oh, no. Well, you're going to tell the story. No, you it. tell the story. I'm not telling the story about my son lying. So basically what <laughs> it was really great. So they like I was telling them earlier, they probably see it every single day. But me and Sam are just here over the weekend to watch it unfold. And basically, they were sent down to build the sandcastle. And after they built the sandcastle, they could get ice cream. And um, Eli, had her oldest, had worked really hard on this. And William had crushed it. And it was kind of already... And we already had guessed what had happened because Eli was coming up very upset. And so William came up and... Um, Ashley was like asking him, what did you ask him? I oh, remember. well, because remember Eli left and he was all pissed off because yeah. the sandcastle had been destroyed. Yes. And, and then William walks over and he's like, Eli is not going to get ice cream because he, what did he say? He's a naughty boy. Yeah. yeah. He's a naughty boy. That's what he said. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. He's a naughty boy. And, and then. then <laughs> <laughs> this is our, this is us right now. But. Um, but then after that, he's like, he's a naughty boy. And he's like, why is he naughty? And he's like, he did what he did. He blamed it on him, didn't he? Did he smash the castle? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't remember what he said. But we're like, is the castle still up? And he goes, mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then because they were he like, clearly destroyed it. Yeah. And so daddy was like, OK, well, let's go take a look at it. And he goes, mm mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, it was great. One of those had to be their moments. I feel like there's going to be a lot of those. We're going to try to like share the stories of childhood and it'll be like the the things that we giggle about. Just paint a really nice picture for those. It was very colorful. childhood was perfect. Do you remember that time that you left a death threat note in our Jehovah's Witness neighbors saying, I don't know what you said, but it was nasty. It was. And you went uh, home crying. I was crying too, but. Okay. It wasn't as bad for you. First of all, last <laughs> night when we told this story, you said we, and then on right now you just said you. Okay. Okay. okay we, but I'm pretty sure you were writing it. Okay. But in all honesty, like <laughs> this is just 
I'm a Capricorn, and I'm really into true crime. Okay, and can we just cheers here first before you tell the story and just say, like, what we all went through in our childhoods, it is it has made us in the best ways And possible. it was not bad. Here it was not bad. Today. No, yeah. We were making it sound like we lived through some traumatic shit, but we, yeah. you know, we, we were, all had our for own me stories, for me it wasn't and here bad. we are today. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about it. Uh, honestly, I don't remember it. I just remember, um, the poor old man. He honestly looked like the, um, old man from Dennis the Menace. He was really sweet. Yeah. He looked like the man from Dennis the Menace, um, that gets the paint tasted chicken. (laughs) And I, I believe his wife came over and, and showed my mom or something. And then I got obviously in a lot of trouble, but I just feel like I've all, I don't know. I must've been watching like My dad, when I'd go to my dad's house, he would always be watching City Confidential. And that's probably why still to this day, I watch Forensic Files and City Confidential to fall asleep. So Interesting. Yeah. So you wanted to just like play that role for a second? Maybe. You know, it's kind of like William where you're like, if we don't find somewhere to put this energy, he might kill people. (laughs) You never know. I mean, you just got to see what what you can get away with. I don't even remember what you put in that note. I we, don't remember either. I remember getting in some, a lot of trouble. We did though. some horrible shit because remember when we put like gasoline in a Coke bottle <laughs> with your neighbor? Oh, see, she says she has a bad memory. I have a bad memory. I have a terrible memory. So we were, we were, um, there was a neighbor behind your house that lived in like a little mobile home with a tree and we would climb that tree and we would make forts um, around it. Mm-hmm. And it was like yep. weird little like, Outdoor area, anyways, yes. and it stunk back there. It was gross. It, it, it was, stunk. It, it was smelled really gross. bad back it there. It was yeah. really nasty. It was a nasty little corner. Yeah, and I don't know what we were thinking, but we decided that we would take a coke bottle and fill it with like gasoline and dirt and like I don't know what we found in in your backyard or like. I sound in the like shed. a psychopath on this podcast right now. Everybody's <laughs> like, "What is this girl doing?" I think that was actually my. I think I had a lot of influence on that. I'm not sure. I was probably just trying to like be cool or something. We did weird stuff, but we turned out okay. You know, I felt like, you know, I feel like we dealt with a lot of those weird demons early in our life so that we could come out and become like more functional, like structured humans in society. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that you did when you were a kid, you didn't know that were super serious. I guess (laughs) how bad they were. You're like, I'll just make death threats. It's fine. (laughs) No big deal. No, I do remember though. One of them, I I um, uh, signed uh, somebody else's report card for their parent. Oh, what God. is that called? Plagiar- forgery. Forgery. Thank you. Yeah. And I. Um, oh yeah, Josh did that too. He was signing. He was writing checks out to the students at school. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. Yeah. It was. And what's funny is I don't know how I got away, or I thought I would get away with it because I was in third third grade, second, second or third grade. And, um, I got told on and then they brought the cops down to talk to me and I was terrified, Mm -hmm. but it's like simple things like that that you're like, well, I'll do that. And then it's like (laughs) when, but that's just part of being a kid. You're just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Um, That's totally okay. Wait, Sam, anything? What do you got? What'd you do? The only time you were always that hidden from us. We were like the wild girls was on a the really good, street, and like your good. mom was, was very a, like, "You will stay inside and be a civil human." You guys, the one th- I was terrified of my mother 
Like, she was scary. I'm terrified she of my scary. mother, too. But I, I just... know. But for some reason, my mom's punishment was just, I think it's because I was the oldest in at one point, like for a long time, the only child, mm. which makes you sound on one like spectrum to be spoiled. But on the other, it's yeah. like you're they held were, at a high. They were yes. brought a certain like they were brought up a certain way. Yes. So, yes, I was held at a higher standard. Higher standard yeah. So the. One and only time I went to BI was like <laughs> behavioral intervention in fourth grade. Whatever, yeah. B. You remember those dates? Do remember that. those David books? The little naked, David. like they have. He had like three little hairs on his head, like the little cartoon book. Oh, that you would have to read if you were being bad. So, well, we were all reading it out loud in class, and we had a substitute teacher who we called like was it Killer. Killer oh, line. Killer, killer Ken line. Killer Ken line. Killer Ken line. line. She lived in the brown house. Yeah. yeah. There was like, Mrs. Yeah, Bird the turd. Yeah. And yes. killer. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Bird. Killer Ken uh, okay. Line. But honestly, Mrs. Bird was more scary. Anyways, continue. Mrs. Bird was the worst. She's dead now. Yeah. She falls in her sleep. Yeah. I used she to did. call her voicemail to listen to her Is voice. She was my teacher. Did you like her? That was weird. I know. Isn't that <laughs> weird? I I was in her. You would just call. You guys. I was that. in her. I was in her grade when she died. Oh. And so it was like halfway through the school year, oh, and she died. So I looked her like... name up in the phone book, and I'd call her voicemail. <laughs> you were so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, but that's I'm, actually kind of sweet, though. I, I mean, I'm sure. I like, know, but you think about you remember that you did that shit when you were a kid, and you're like, that's super weird that I thought to do that. Like, what? Like, I'm going to call her voicemail 10 times. Oh, my yeah. mom's probably like, to hear her who's spirit? this number? <laughs> <laughs> I have it memorized. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Okay. No, so, yeah. We, me and Jillian, were in a class with. The substitute, we're reading the David book, and there's that page where he's running around and he's, like, buck naked. And it's just, like, his little cartoon butt. And we just thought this is the most hilarious thing. Yeah. So we start busting up laughing in class, and we can't control ourselves. So what does the substitute do? She sends us to B.I. What? Yeah. She wow. did? Mm-hmm. Oh, my Wait, gosh. This on strong this, real quick. Not even a warning? No, not even a warning. Oh, well, my gosh. I mean, probably it was a warning. That's why but everybody called her Killer Kenline. She was just a snatch. Ruthless. Yeah. Do you remember that big old house she lived in all by herself? Yeah, the like, brown what? one. Everybody too big for one person. And all the kids would like walk by it and whisper and be like, I know, we did it too. (laughs) We would like cross the street when they came up to our house. Yeah. Like, I'm not walking by that. Exactly. She was something else. You know what? That's funny though, because I will say one thing about as a child is I think we pick up on all these energies that um, maybe the adults don't necessarily feel. Like you can, I feel like you could inherently feel when someone had like a warm heart versus when they were just you know, like a mean, nasty bitch. Yes. You know, you just, mm-hmm. and as a child, you can just feel that energy, even if you don't have language for it. Yeah. You just know. Like I feel that with Marcus because Marcus is very like, my brother is very like, um, he's really high in the rankings to be, he's a military police officer and he's going to be a chief soon. And he's like very like black and white, very stone. And like, for some reason, children love him. Mm-hmm. And like, they, it's so weird. They like, probably feel an extreme sense of safety and security and he, around and him. And so like that, when I see Marcus with children, that's when I see him like genuinely happy. Like mm. he's like just so good with kids, like better than like me. And I'm like, 
Why? You're like so opposite. It's a little irritating, isn't it? Yes. I'm like, why is that like a thing? I'm so glad he had a baby. You're natural with children too. You've always been like that. But like, I mean, as women, yes, we are. Yeah. But like, there's something about when you see a man. Yes. And you just don't ever like see like kids just automatically drawn to like, like men that aren't their own family. Yeah. That is a rare thing. But, anyways, Yeah. yeah, I agree. What were we talking about? <laughs> Where did that start? Yeah, what foot did that start on? That's what ha- that's what happens to get rabbit hole podcast. Just- <laughs> that's what this is. Yes, it is. Well, I find it actually harder. What Ryan asked me is it easier to have podcasts with people you know or people you don't? And it's actually way easier with people you don't know. Because it becomes easier to control the conversation oh, because you're yeah. less attached. Yeah. Whereas like with you, I don't want to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if I, you know, you like, you, you know, so much about me, like my deepest, darkest secrets from being four years old. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I see where, yeah, I see where you can see that maybe when, I mean, it's a lot easier for me to sit and talk with people that I know more comfortably than mm-hmm, someone yeah. I don't know. Right. Because uh, we need sometimes. to like break this shell off of you so we can set you free from your own, your own limiting beliefs and talks. Exactly. We should work on that. We're, we're working on it. It's a, it's a work in progress. It's I'm, only it been. Takes, takes I'm doing a, a whole series on this. It'll be a seven week series on it. I love that. Yeah. I'll make sure to tune in. I will send you the promo and make sure I share it on Facebook. <laughs> Poster child. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Poster child. Like, oh can I drink yeah. wine is while a, I'm doing it? Is there a trial that I can join? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. Well, it's funny. So I was like thinking just being on this vacation, it's been so nice. And me and Sam were just talking about how like we don't even know what time it is. Like, yeah, it seems way later than it is or wait or like we just don't even know what time it is and I was like yeah we're on island time but I was like just laughing about like being on vacation I was telling the girls that you get to like your irritative mode on vacation before you like before you finally like relax and settle in Mm -hmm. to just relax I think that's what I do like when I'm on vacation is I like try to like control it so much Mm -hmm. and then once I just let Ryan are the same yeah I just kind of like get five days and then finally uh, yep winding down a little Mm -hmm. bit and then I'm good but yeah that's usually the last the day before I'm leaving (laughs) you're like I'm really feeling it I'm I'm wound down I'm enjoying this now yeah fly home yeah yesterday I was I was like at that peak point and then now we're 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 winding on down and then I'm gonna leave you have to come back I know maybe I'll just move here (laughs) well we were trying to find find you a guy here but there was one potential candidate yeah, we need to get Sam a guy here, and then you guys can just live on this huge property, <laughs> and you- then me and Connor can <laughs> the, just come visit. The funny thing is, is this friend, <laughs> whom I won't name names, actually had that idea of, like, opening up a compound and doing it. So, hey, you know. Never you know. never know. Yeah, you know, no, you know. never know. There's nothing holding And these, these times, but... you know, never more does it make sense to gather your closest friends. I literally friends told Connor. I was and like, go we hide need... on a big, yeah. like, patch of land with the stream and just make it all work because shit is a little scary. Yeah, I told Connor yesterday, I was like, we're going to have a huge, full organic garden and a mm-hmm. couple cows and a couple chickens. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to do the whole thing. Do you have to breed them then? Whoa. And um, you have a couple chickens, a boy and a girl? 
Yeah. You can yeah. just take the ones from Yeah. Dope My dad, Egg. I know nothing about <laughs> having a farm. I talk about like I want it so bad. And then I think about, I like, I'm, you saw me the other day. I was freaking freak out with the chicken close to my leg. I was like, it's going to nip me. I don't my like it. My dad used to have a, about a six foot tall um, incubator for chickens, pheasants, and quail. And so me and Marcus would wake up at like five o'clock every morning oh, and go stare in the glass and see if any of them had hatched yet. Oh. And one morning we finally caught them and they're like, it's so cute to watch them come out. It's so cute. And they're but, like tapping on the little. Yeah. Mouth. And their beaks, their beaks don't grow. So their beaks are the size of what they're going to be when they're like an adult. Oh, so they're massive. So they're very large looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's cute. really cool yeah. though. It's really cool. Yeah. It's definitely beneficial to live on a farm, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I, would, I mean, it's it definitely has its steep downfalls, but... A I, lot of work. Yes. It's a lot of work. And lot of work. pigs yeah. absolutely stink, so pigs smell worse than cats. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody that But you don't want to... You wouldn't want pigs because you don't really like pork. No. Yeah. No. Not a thing. I showed pigs for four years, and I, I'm, I'm <laughs> over that. That was it. That yep. set. How old were you when you were doing that? Because I feel like I remember you. I was. To go show I was. Well, I started showing chickens when I was five, <laughs> and then I I graduated to pigs when so, I was twelve. What is the draw? What is the draw to so that? Because there's a whole like culture around this that I don't understand, but I I find it interesting that people love it. Well, love to do it. it was actually, so it's funny because at the time me and Marcus, we were mainly with my mom and then my dad and my stepmom were doing the 4-H stuff and, mm-hmm. and me and Marcus had no interest. We, I mean, they would put us in Wrangler jeans, button up shirts. <laughs> they would give Marcus a comb over and then they would braid, French braid my hair into two pigtails oh, and we didn't feel any more childish or hideous in our <laughs> yeah, life. Especially because, you, you were like the yeah. wild girl who just ran around just. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My mom called me ragamuffin and I, <laughs> and I literally, I mean, mom always got us like the cool clothes. Like Marcus had like, you know, we had like the gap sweatshirts. Oh, like, I that remember. Was the gig. I was always jealous. And then, yeah. And like mom yeah. always had us right. in cool stuff. Well, and then we, ha- yeah. And then yeah. we'd have to go to dad's house and dress in Wranglers. And it was just so <laughs> shameful for us. So that was probably the most traumatizing part. Yeah. But then when you showed up to these fairs, like, it was just so fun because everybody else was dressed the exact oh, same so it was as just you. A big old show, and, and you just got you. to meet a bunch of cool people, and at the same time, like you got to be around a bunch of fun animals and learn about them, and like, yeah, and it was really fun. And then a lot of the times during the fair, there's like a baseball, like the kids' baseball tournaments going on, oh, yeah. and then there's like the rides, and, and there's ice cream, and elephant ears, and cotton candy. There's so much going on in the rodeo, mm-hmm. and so it was just really fun. So I had missed the fair for about five years, and I finally went back. I think I was 22 or 23 at this time, and I I was like, because I that was when I was in the age where I'm like, I don't want to go back there, like, you mm-hmm. know. And then I finally went back there, and Just the smell of the fair and like seeing these little boys run around with their um, uniforms. It was so nostalgic for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally would do this to my children. (laughs) I would totally (laughs) do this to my children. I see the catch now. Because you're like, oh my gosh, this was like the times of our life. Like running underneath the the bleachers and hiding and like just playing games around all over the fairground. And it was like... It was a safe place. It yeah. was Colville, Washington. So it's just tiny there. But yeah. it's just funny because you like you defy it 
so much when you're little and then you get a, you turn into an adult and you're like oh, we were sweet. so lucky yeah. like yeah. Totally. it was so nice that our parents took the time to take us camping and like oh my gosh you yeah. know I was telling my stepmom and my dad that I was like gosh you know it's a lot of work to like mm-hmm. pack up the kids pack up food do oh all my this gosh. stuff I mean even today we're yeah. just to like go we're gonna go on a hike into the lake and I felt like yep. I realized, oh, we're getting ready to go, which means when by the time we start getting ready to go, it's like an hour process. And then finally we're leaving. Yeah. But it's like those are the memories, though, that I mm-hmm. feel like are very underrated because you as adults, once we turn into adults, we don't tell our parents, hey, thanks so much for throwing me in the 4-H and putting me in Wranglers and braiding my hair <laughs> like that. Like we don't no. really like tell our parents. Like, Thanks for letting me huh. go on this one road totally. trip with like, my cousins and yeah. you know. That. Yeah, I mean everybody has different experiences, but right. that was just one of my nostalgic moments where I'm yeah. like, I'm so glad they forced me to do that. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Sam? What are some of yours that you feel like you can remember? I don't really have a whole lot. I mean, I'm just going to rip off a layer. I know. Just ripping it off. You can tear out it all you want. Um, you can put the glasses on. Maybe you'll open up more. <laughs> like on Big, on. Da- on Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah. On. If yep. you put them on, no one can see. Like yeah, what are on. some okay. things that you would like? Good. What are some things that you would like to keep for your children? Especially in this day and age. I just God. got a little rose burp. I'm this sorry. is a hard. <laughs> I, le- I leaned out. This so is a hard. <laughs> this is a hard question just a because. Quick podcast tip. You got to burp. Just move it out. <laughs> First timer. <laughs> I do feel like my mom has very sentimental things that I don't find sentimental. Oh. So we don't share the same, you know, she loves things is what I like to say. She, she loves, collects, she collects things like she, her love. What is the, it, the love languages? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Gifts. I, gifts. She likes gifts. She, likes she gifts. no, she doesn't like, she'll tell every Christmas, this is, don't get me anything. Don't buy me anything. And, and she doesn't. Yeah. I think maybe deep down she does like it, but at the you guys, I don't. I feel like I don't know my mother that well. Wow, like That's I don't. Really deep. <laughs> Do you feel like you ever got to know her? I mean, I honestly, I will honest, just honestly say, I don't feel like I started to get to know my mother until we went through a traumatic experience together. Yeah, and well, then we started to really get to know each other. I think that yeah, and then I think my mom was explaining some people don't create real relationships with their parents until they're, until they're adults. Because mm-hmm. like wow. my dad, for example, I wasn't super close to my dad until I became an adult. Yeah. And just this last year, me and Sam go up there like almost every weekend and visit with him. And it's like, he just, he didn't know how to have a relationship with me when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the opposite for Sam with her mom, where it's like- Do you they feel had, like you're moving into that place No. No, it's like, it's such a push and pull effect because I feel like we've been through a traumatic experience and it's like, as soon as I think that we're inching closer to being, like having a better mother and daughter bond Mm -hmm. in that quick of a second, it changes as well. So we just, we get further apart. So it's like we inch closer and then something happens and we're both just like, "Er," and we take like 14 steps back. Yeah. And it's it's like that thing I was telling you guys earlier about mom saying how like it was really hard for her to figure out how to have a relationship with me after I wasn't 
yeah. under her, yeah. you know, like I wasn't her child anymore. Yeah. I was her adult child. So it's right. like that balance of like, you know, like Gosh, her no, getting mad because you left for dinner. It's like, yeah, you know, no, like, and I think that's where me and my mom struggle too, is that right. she'll always see me as her baby yeah. little girl. Yeah. Well, and this is an interesting conversation because I feel like a lot of it has to do with the their dynamic with their own mothers, right? This mm-hmm. idea that like they're they have all that they have is kind of their experience right. as as a child growing up and what that ushering into womanhood and then into adulthood and what those things look like, right? Where you're talking about like your mom was just like so supportive, overly supportive, where she was like giving you the play-by-play on every single step as you became a woman and you're like, shush it, mom. I got the picture. Like, yeah, I'm go good. sit in front of a mirror and take a look down there. Um, I'm good. Thanks. That's literally the last thing I want to do. my mom was just like, okay, cool. We'll just go get you some damn up. Fine. Yeah. You know, like it was just very Brush matter of fact. I mean, I definitely did check it out in the mirror and it terrified me. That's the thing. That's that's the thing. I always I listened mean, to her, but clear. I was like, it was, you know, she'd kind of have to tug my hair along the way, but I, you know, yeah. figured it out. So question though, real fast before we get off the topic, does, do you feel like your grandma still treats your mom a little mm. like this your mom treats you or mm, what do you know? No. Mm. Do they have a close relationship? No, they did. They were, they did. I mean, they had, I feel like a closer relationship than me and my mom had. They would go yard selling every weekend. But my mom was alone for a lot of years in between her and my dad divorcing. Yeah. Yeah. So they divorced when I was like 10. I feel like mom doesn't I will say that having a man makes me a better mother and I believe a better woman in general. And so, and I honestly, and I think part of that is once you have that other factor of like the masculine is supporting me, I feel safe, I feel secure, then it, I feel like I have the freedom to be more feminine and with femininity comes more sentimental dynamics and more personable relationships with your children. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a single mom with even Eli, it was just like, I loved him and I cared a lot about him and you know I I did everything I could I did the best I could but there was this other component that I didn't really get to sit into because I just was so busy I had to be the provider too. Yeah. You know, so I feel like maybe that kind of was what your mom ended up having and I'm, to I'm into. sure there is. I mean there is my a, mom did. There's been a lot of years where I just thought of my mom as this like warrior because yeah well she she, she is. totally no, is she totally, she is, is. totally is. is which is badass but mind you like to to have to play that role mm-hmm. and yeah. to not remember the years with her with a guy was it's a little challenging because then once she got into a relationship again I was at that age where I was like Hell no. Uh, yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like this guy. He's we ain't not gonna my have dad. no wap up in here. No, because I did have such a close relationship with my dad still, even though he was 3,000 right. miles away. Yeah, yeah. That was still like my guy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the yeah. only one that I knew. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know what's funny? It, God, it's so hard to be a parent and in, in that dynamic, right? Because you look I'm back sure. and you're like, well, now, God, I just wanted my, my mom to be happy. And, yeah. you know, but in that moment, like you just, you're not emotionally developed enough to think too to much understand. beyond yourself. Yeah. You're just so selfish. All you care about yeah. is like what you're I also you think that her parents feel. actually maintained a really good relationship. Oh, like, through it all. 
Because yeah. not well, for the first when you, few years, yeah. But well, you were really young, still. Yeah. But I mean, like when he comes and stays at like your mom's house, that like when you told he's, me that he stays at my mom's, my grandparents, he stays mm-hmm. at my mom's. But he's stayed at your mom's house a few times. There's been like oh, a time or there two, a little like rekindling. I, I, of I don't want to think. Yeah, I'm like, truthfully, like for me to think that my real dad would come stay at my mom's house if he was visiting town, like that, like that would like never happen. Like that would be like a 2020 situation. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Like that would just not happen. So when you told me that, like they, like they, yeah, no, that Jake sometimes would come and stay before, and the minute Ryan, Ryan's like, nope, that won't be happening anymore ever. Yeah, yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to <laughs> respect boundaries. I get it. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, that's in some people. Yeah. Some people are weird about that. And some people aren't. I think just for the longest time, obviously, as a parent, you put your children, of course, before yourself. Yeah. 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 And sometimes that's detrimental. Well, to nowadays, sometimes not. <laughs> I think my mom did some of that, you know, and God, I mean, I don't blame her. I mean, if I was in her situation, I don't you know, what you don't want to have happen, which often does happen if you look at statistics, is that you have these broken families and one parent gets in a relationship with another human or another guy, girl, whatever, and then it becomes a toxic dynamic between the child and the parent. Yeah. Because yeah. there isn't that sort of initial bonding. And to to for an adult to decide that they really want to work at building a relationship with a child that they aren't genetically bonded to. And I think particularly for men more so, it can be very, very, very challenging yeah. and it takes a lot of work yeah. and dedication. And so I think, you know, I know for my mom, she just didn't want to dare like get us into a relationship that would be bad. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And not a healthy one. Yeah. Well, and we, we had already gone through it once with yeah. Forrest, right? Yeah. Like, and it didn't work out. It was so. difficult. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny because even obviously I'm still single. So like dating this, I don't want to say late because it's not, I'm going to be 28 in December. It's not like that's the end of the road yeah. for people. But, but like this day and age, most people have a kid already. A kid, yeah. Was it really hard for you? I mean, you said your dad was on the other side of the country mm-hmm. and you really loved your dad. So that sounds like potentially that was a really, really, really hard thing for you to, to tackle. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I think and it those, still is. Yeah, those I dynamics don't... impact our abilities to to have relationships. I think with for us for, with men. Yeah. And um, you know, I think it's a, a much more complicated issue. And so, I mean, I don't obviously know your situation, but for yeah. me, I feel like that could well, potentially like play the, a role. The phrase "daddy issues," oh, like it's yeah, not a, no. it's not a. I hate the well, term, dude, but it's I not chose, a fake. I chose thing. the first time I when I decided to have a relationship and get pregnant with Eli. I chose the closest thing that I could find to my father possible, and it was the hardest, most heartbreaking. Heart, like I felt like I had to deal with all of my issues with my dad, and I did it through this other man, and it was so traumatic and so tough. And now I have I have a beautiful son from it. So if I had to say if I had to go through it all again, would I absolutely? Um, Because it's it's built my character so much. But there is such a direct correlation to um, 
the relationship of the man not being there and the ability for the child, both male and female, to go out into the world and have really productive, healthy relationships. Yeah. I feel like the masculine role is so important. Like you were so fortunate to have had a stepdaddy that was your daddy. You know, it was like he didn't, there was no in between. Like he went in and he was like, I love Heather and therefore I'm going to absolutely love her children, you and Marcus, just like as much as I love her. Yeah. So I was definitely lucky. Yeah. 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 And it was honestly like, I feel like for, for me especially, because with Marcus, my dad was such, um, just, um, hyper-focused on the boy Mm -hmm. because he could hunt and fish with him and do all the things that my real dad loves to do. Right. And at the time I was so young and I was the girl and Mm -hmm. I was cold and I didn't want to go or, you know, and so I got stuck in the house with my stepmom and I was baking and doing a bunch of things with this woman that I wasn't very fond of at the time because I was like, this isn't my mom. And I came here to spend time with my dad. I have a limited amount of time to spend with my dad and Marcus gets to spend all the time with him and they're out hunting and fishing. Yeah. So it was really nice to have daddy there, Tim, because I could come home and he was just there with both of us all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, well you're going to hang out with your stepmom all weekend. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Bake some cookies. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Uh, that, that. Anyways, now we have a really good relationship because yeah. I'm an adult and yeah. yeah, I'm not a girl, little baby girl. He has to <laughs> coddle. I don't know. Yeah. He's interesting. Well, man, anything else you guys want to share? We've we've really covered. We've covered a lot. What else? What else do you want to talk about? The corona. Oh, the corona. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any of us want to talk about that. I'm pretty think. sure we all share the same. Yeah. 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 But most might not. Have compassion. <laughs> yeah. For the ones that don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, either both sides. Have compassion on both sides. Absolutely. I feel like, you, I feel like you have to, whenever there's this sort of like extreme disconnect and people are so far on one side and so far on the other, like you just, you grab both sides and all of a sudden... Between the opposites lies the path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like also really sad that everything's like divided politically now. It's it's heartbreaking. Ev- everything it's is. It's heartbreaking. It's like you can't, it's, I yeah. Anyways, well, that's a rabbit hole. And it's yeah. so, we could go down that rabbit hole. But why? Why, why would, would we, we keep it light and, and fresh? fresh? <gasps> just nice. I just know that I found my next tattoo when. Corona? No. When you said. Between two opposites. Oh, between the, the opposites. It just sounds You're like I'm gonna grab that. Actually, like, well, it's not. Wow. It's not like I just pulled that out of my ass. No, I know. Um, but I, it just I, sounds, I, sounds like something you would. No, actually, so much. Do you want to know where we found it? Is there? It's it's put up um, at Dobe, which for those of you locals, obviously you know what Dobe is. But Dobe is this beautiful retreat center um, here on Orcas Island where you can go and stay, and they have tubs that you can go hang out. And spa and go in the sauna. And we would have done that. And we would have made you get naked and do the whole thing because mm. it's not that weird. Mm. Um, I was a little freaked thinking about out. How fun you can wear a bathing Truthfully, totally Ashley fine. took me there last time I was here and said we were going to do a girls' spa day. And I was like, great. <laughs> I that I sounds think nice. I told you that. You didn't. You did not. And I'm like, great. This <laughs> sounds really lovely. I was that. like, I can't wait. So <laughs> she was like, like, everybody's naked. Grab your swimsuit. 
and we get there and I walk in and everybody's naked <laughs> and I am shooketh. I'm like, okay. And you're like, well, I know how this goes. I'm not going to be the dumbass that's not, not naked. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be, be the one that goes in there with a swimsuit on and look like, like that I'm person. I'm so insecure with my flow. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> perfect. Guess I'll just let her all hang out and just hang out with all these strangers naked. <laughs> oh, Hopefully man. I see you at the pub later. Awesome. Well, well, next time you'll you'll get to do you'll get to experience. Yeah, it. you're gonna get the full. And between the opposites lies the path. Will be what you see on the wall over there. Yeah, and it's a wonderful saying, something that we try to live by every day. Here Morgan, here on the Sam, island. Thank you for oh, being wait, here. This okay, weekend. wait. I have to stop you oh, real fast. Sorry, I'm trying to close because I I have to I have okay. to just say this. Jack, this is what she does. So this little. is yeah. This is um this is just Ashley's core and I am still not very happy with her about it but me we were shopping yesterday around Orcus and me and Sam had picked out a couple pieces that we had really liked but it was like our first stop so we were like now we'll just keep on shopping and maybe we'll come back and it ended up being a long day so we just ended up coming back and so as probably like 20 minutes before Ashley came back upstairs I go I really wish I would have got that cuff bracelet yesterday or today because it was so pretty and blah, blah, blah. And then like 10 minutes later, she comes in with both of the pieces that we have picked out at the shops. And she was like, I got these for you guys. And I was just like, I am so mad at you, but these are so beautiful. And thank you so much. This just shows the kind of person yes, Ashley is. She is the most kind hearted human being and just a queen goddess. Stop it. We can't thank her enough. Right. We know how much She's she loves compliments. Amazing. Stop it. Stop it. Keep it coming. <laughs> Keep it coming. Stop. So, Stop. anyways, I had to interrupt you because I did want to put that on because I feel like you. Well, thank you. You don't get as enough praise as you deserve. Wow. Thanks. That's You're really welcome. nice to hear. I love you so much. From you, I love you. Thank you for having us I all weekend. You. Yes. Yeah. It's been an amazing weekend and we're so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us for the Sun Spice Wisdom Podcast. Never know what you're going to get, but tonight you got a lot of childhood. What do we go? Childhood and then camaraderie, just parent children. parental dynamics. Yeah. And just, you know, let's close out with saying the children matter. Yeah. And our childhood really influenced us. Yeah. Becoming really more so than you might think on a daily basis. Yeah, and parents to remember that right now yes. when we're going through this and we're thinking about all of the changes that are happening and how it's impacting the adults. Just think about it from from where the children are sitting, because it's it's way more impactful for them. And parents are not alone. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I feel like the little things matter. So even that little hour pack up to go to the lake. We remember, and it's great. Yep. So keep trucking, parents. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <All> Good right. <laughs> night. <laughs>